It's not uncommon. It's something they do, and they've been busted for doing it before. Are we at one of those moments in history in which there is the necessity for a new world order? There's a need for a new world order, but it has different characteristics in different parts of the world. Welcome to Lisa Haven News. Hi, everyone. Lisa Haven here and... Justice Knight. And you guys are listening to Red Alert Radio. Well, we've got a ton lined up for you this afternoon. Everything from, well, censorship is the mm-hmm. first and foremost thing on our minds because, well, Alex Jones has been removed from multiple platforms, even an attack on his website directly. Uh, not only that, but very renowned pastor, speaker, and a very important man in the Christian realms, James Dobson, is issued an urgent warning. Also, some of the dealings with Monsanto and many other things. Now, uh, most of you out there, as, as Christians out there, I'm sure many of you are, probably are aware of who James Dobson is. He's the founder and president of Family Talk. And he had an important message that he shared from his website. Uh, I know you like him, too, yeah, as well. Yeah, great man of God. Uh, But here's what he went on to discuss and share on his website. And I'm going to share it here with you guys and kind of read parts of his letter and summarize others. Uh, But in the first part of the letter, he tells us about an experience that him and his wife had while visiting uh, the centers of Europe a couple years ago, about 20 years ago, where he was in Berlin, Germany. And he kind of went through uh, the concentration camps, the Holocaust, and some of the evils that occurred uh, back in that day and age. And he said that there was one professor guy who led them and gave them the tour and kind of talked about Uh, some of the things that happened back then. Now, I'm going to read to you that portion from where that set off. He goes on to state this. He says, what the professor told us that day remains in my memory today. He said the Nazi success was made possible by one primary factor. It was their complete and utter control of means of communication. There was no internet or television at that time, of course, But what did exist reached every dimension of the nation. Radio was highly effective in those days, as were newspapers, film, speeches, books and magazines, posters, rallies, and yes, public schools and universities. Every word spoken in Germany was scrutinized, and those who rejected Nazi lies publicly were often murdered or sent to concentration camps, from which most did not return. Terror was the stock in trade of the Gestapo. It was a common occurrence for secret police to knock on the doors of anyone who did not conform to the party line. An offender would be dragged outside and shot, leaving terrifying images and warnings for neighbors to see. It told them what would happen if they got out of line. Even children were urged to report the activities and private conversation of their parents who talked at home about their opposition to the gangsters in government. They were tortured and murdered. What a ghast period in in human history. Now, obviously, you can see a lot of parallels to that, but what James Dobson was saying, and I'm going to read the other half of it in just a second, but before before yeah, I like allow that. justice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Before I get in, actually, I want to step in now because you got to remember when they were dealing with, back then to get the message, they either had to find the books or they had the writings. They had to physically capture the information. And what we're stepping into now, and I, and I don't want to tread on where you're going, is there is no terror worse than an enemy you can't see. An enemy that attacks you daily, and it attacks Lisa, and it attacks Alex Jones, and it attacks me, and it attacks anybody who wants to hear an open message, because what's happened now with the machines, and this is actually going to be very relevant, because you'll get a better perspective when Lisa finishes off with what she's going to read to you, is I need everybody to understand, because I don't think anybody gets this 100% yet. And it's nobody's fault because the information is changing so daily. When we joke, and and trust me, I'm the worst one. Sometimes I make light of things because when your mind can grasp the depth and depravity of what's happening, it's very hard to swallow. It's hard to sleep. It's hard to, to maneuver because when you know messages are being captured by machines, machines that have been trained with algorithms now for years that can take sequences of words And once you say them, no matter what media it's on, 
If you say it on YouTube, if you say it on the phone, if you say it on a broadcast, if you say it on an interview, the machines are tripped and that message is suppressed. And what we mean by suppressed is instead of your message being out to the public, so if you went and did a search on, I talked about a red ball, and Justice Knight talked about a red ball and how it bounced. Well, Google has the power to say red ball bounced, suppress on any Google search so that I don't appear first and foremost, if I appear at all, let's be perfectly honest. Well, now when you have Alex Jones, who was attacked by multiple different fronts because his message didn't match the rhetoric that the so-called, whatever you want to call them, the elitist, the deep state, it's, it's more business driven than this at this point in time. It's not the United States anymore. It's China and it's Europe. We're all part of a global culture that just hasn't been announced yet. Because they don't want to announce that to you. They don't want to announce, as Lisa did during a broadcast, and I'm not going to steal her thunder, but what has occurred in a global internet sense now. Everything has been globalized. And until every American realizes that the attack is no longer Democrats, I, I, I'm, I'm tired of hearing Democrat and Republican. It makes no absolute difference whatsoever anymore. Because now it is globalist versus nationalist. Yeah, absolutely. But going back to what he had said specifically, okay, if, if he says that what the professor told him remains in his memory. And I want you guys to have this remain in your memory because Nazi success and success of the globalist New World Order that you were talking about, Justice, it needs one primary factor to thrive. One. What is that factor? Nazi Germany knew it. Hitler knew it. It's the complete and utter control of the means of communication. That is the single most factor. And right now, that's what we're seeing on every single outlet. Here's what Jobs, uh, James Dobson went on to say. He says, why am I recall, recalling these bitter memories? He says, the historical account is relevant today because America and other Western nations have for decades been losing their God-given rights that define us as free people. We're not experiencing Nazi-like tyranny yet, 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 keyword, but we are steadily being expected to think and speak and write and act in a prescribed manner in conformity with which what is now called political correctness. Keyword, the mainstream media has become a tool to influence election and spread a belief system. Sadly, the rights handed down to us by our forefathers more than 200 years ago are being overridden, ignored, contradicted, disregarded by courts and legislation. And at last, we are less free now than we were five years ago. And that's the main point. And the whole thing, you can get it off uh, my website, lisahaven.news. It's there, the, the reports there and the whole things there of his whole message. But basically his point was that we today are not so free because the mainstream media like Nazi Germany has been uh, propagandized, utilized as a weapon against us here in America. And so we're, we're, we're spoon fed media lies on television, on radio, on uh, internet and everything. And that we've lost that freedom and they're using it as a weapon of control, much like Hitler did back in the day. So we are losing one of our most powerful weapons of today, and that is our freedom of speech. And this is the weapon that world governments will use. This is the weapon, like you said, Justice, that the new world order will use. Their primary factor, the control of communication, will lead us into submission. Well, yes, because putting it plain and simply... God is not profitable. That's the problem here. And the reason being is when people are at peace, when people are studying the Bible, when people are talking about God in the Bible, there's no profit to be made there by these conglomerations. They love anarchy. They love problems. They love turmoil. They love trouble. They love war. Guess what? You make a lot of money in war. That's why people have driven it for so long. And I know, and you guys could not see the look that Lisa gave me when I said that at first. But you have to understand, that is the definition of what's occurring. The globalists want complete disarray. Look at what the agendas they support. 
they're, they're supporting agendas that are as far away from the biblical text as possible. Things that would never appear in there are now being agendized. And what do we see when we look up our searches on Google? Do we come up first? Does the Christian word come up first? Does the word of the Bible come up first? No, none of this does. Rather, there, there's things that it drives me crazy because I watch Facebook and I watch feeds and everybody's promoting these horrendous, these horrendous actions, these horrendous sites. And, hey, look at this. Can you believe this is happening? Well, quit promoting it because the more you post it, they're going to keep putting that up on top of everybody's feed. And that includes your children's feeds, by the way, because they don't care. They don't discriminate. And why we go back to nationalism or back to globalism running everything why is alex jones such a problem why are they spending so much time well they always pick somebody they need to make an example of that's always been done throughout the throughout history there's always one person we're going to make an example of we're going to quiet this voice just to show everybody else that if you told the same line we're also going to silence your voice and it's easy to do now because I don't need to sit here and I don't need to see you on TV anymore. I don't need to tune into NBC, ABC, or CBS and watch your broadcast because now all I got to do is tell my computer I want these keywords. I go up to my computer, I turn it on, and it shows me everybody who said those keywords. And if I'm one of the big boys and I want to shut you down, I delist you. I suppress you. I hold you back. So going back to the original point, God is not profitable to these companies. Because when we're sitting in peace, and we're sitting in church, and we're reading our Bibles, and we're in harmony with everything that we should be in harmony with, there's no profit to be made there. And that's a problem. And it's why you see all these counter-agendas coming up. And it's almost hard to wrap your mind around when you watch some of the things that you'll see on Facebook and um, the transgender argument and the continual publication of transgender and the continual publication of the rainbow flag and the continual publication of things that I'm I'm not going to judge anybody. But nonetheless, when that is the top of my feed and I do no searches for those items... That's telling you what the agenda is. That's what they're putting up on the top of your feed, my feed, everybody's feed. Yeah, there is absolutely a one-sided agenda. And Mm. Christianity doesn't fit into that box. Uh, Neither does patriotism. Or if you're a little bit more on the Republican side, let's, let's think about something. If you turn on the television on your news source, click on to ABC. Well, that's more Democratic progressive left. Click on CNN. Well, that's more Democratic progressive left. CNBC, the same, New York Times, same, Washington Post, all these AP, all these news agencies that you get part of the mainstream are coincidentally, right, more democratic in nature or even more progressive liberal in nature. You have one news source, which is hanging on by a thread, Fox News which is somewhat more Republican, although they seem to be failing. You've got your good people, Tucker Carlson, who I love. He's amazing. And and others are there. Uh, But why do we have, if we're supposed to have some kind of um, mainstream media that's somewhat equal, then why are all of them democratic and progressive and globalist minded with exception to Fox News? That's can't be ignored. So I asked the question to you, Justice, is our media utilized as a quote-unquote political weapon to propagandize and manipulate the public into a one-sided, one-minded direction? As long as you tell me it's a globalist agenda, yes, I'll agree. Because it is a globalist agenda. Right. It's everything that, that and it's terrifying because another way is to take your favorite topic of the day. Go ahead and do a Google search and tell me how that topic, the headline is written differently depending on the outlet that's publicizing it. They'll be completely differently written. That's horrible. I said that. That was the worst grammar I've ever used. They are, <laughs> they are written entirely different. One will take, a, a, and it's going to be very hard to find an example, but just do this exercise because we do it on a daily basis because when we title things, we'll, we'll look for examples. We'll look for how other people saying it, what's hitting, what's not hitting. And so we do a lot of searches. And when you, when you review these, you're like, oh, my goodness, they're not telling anybody the truth. They're completely misleading America into a headline that's the polar opposite of what actually happened. But don't worry about it. We'll just tag the, conspir- the word conspiracy to it. I think that actually started back in Operation Mockingbird is when they started using the term conspiracy. 
which has now been painted as the, the worst word in, in the living universe, conspiracy. <gasps> it's it's actually not a bad word, folks, just in case anybody's wondering. It's a counterpoint. Well, it's a word. Con- it was it was what the government deemed anything that was in opposition at the time to what they believed in. So they started labeling everything. It's a term made up by the U.S. government, which they labeled oppositional thoughts. And, and it, there really is no... A lot of what is conspiracies and what they dub as conspiracies are not even conspiracies. Are not even conspiracy. I mean, you know, some of which maybe rightly categorized or not. But what we're having now is you're having this, and, and just going back to the bigger picture. And I, and I preach on this because you, you need to. Because until the American public has a complete understanding of how this much larger machine is working and realizing that now all boundaries between countries have been all but decimated. We're talking about a border wall, which is great for our national security. But in all reality, the electronic borders have been dropped. There is now no differentiation between an article coming out of Ireland or China or America because everybody gets to view it the same. There's talks that you just had on your broadcast today that there's actually ways for now a China or Russia to potentially suppress a message that's been put out in America, correct? Yes. Back in 2016, uh, for those of you who are not aware, uh, Barack Insane Obama, because I do believe he is a bit insane, uh, but Barack Obama, Barry Sortoro, or whatever his name that he goes by now, but he, um, back in 2016, gave away our Internet, signed away the rights to ICANN, I-C-A-N-N, uh, and it's basically an organization like the United Nations, very akin to the U.N., and they have over 190-some-odd countries that are involved there. And when he gave it over, he signed over the rights to our freedom via the Internet. Now, we already know that the Internet is a global system. Just swallow global system on the Internet for a moment. But when he did that... ICANN came out and publicly said that they're not going to use the laws and jurisdictions in America to police the Internet. Oh, no. Instead of that, uh, they haven't really given a solid of where they're going to get them from. But really, where it's going is China-style censorship. Ergo, why you see right now the mass censorship of conservatives, the censorship of patriotic sites like Alex Jones. And here's what ICANN also said, is they already targeted hate speech sites. Who was on the list of hate speech? Well, how about Christians out there know this organization, the Family Research Council? Yeah, Uh, An organization devoted to building up your family, devoted to marriage between a man and a woman, these kinds of things. This is just a religious view. Okay, Family Research Council doesn't go out there saying, let's be violent against, you know, the other sex or homosexuals. Never, ever, ever. Uh, They're just simply Christian based and they go off their biblical view and the Bible view, what we believe, uh, saying marriage is between two people, man and a woman. And because that's simply their stance, they have now become a hate group, according to ICANN. And all this stuff started coming out. This happened in 2016, October 2016. And here we are, what, almost a a little, a year and a half, a little over a year and a half later. And we have InfoWars being kicked off of YouTube, Facebook, Mm -hmm. Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all these domains, Discus. And no apparent reason, Venmo, there is no reason given as to why he's been kicked off. He just has a coordinated attack, by the way. Whether you guys agree with him or not, I'm sure viewers out there do and some don't. Mm -hmm. It is, please keep in mind, it's not about his views. It's about the battle for free speech. And we're losing it right now unless we all start taking it together to Congress. Yeah, because even Lisa and I will argue about Alex Jones. Just so you know, it's it's a it's a battle because of what side of even him or his argument we stand on. Um, there's very few people um, outside you know the Bible that I'll follow 100 percent and believe. Except for me. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, that's right. <laughs> no, we even uh, we'll even conflict on many many a topics. But um, now I got I got to press. On, Justice. I know, no, right? I'm sorry. That's true. Every topic. You're correct, right. and we're on radio. You're always right. There we go. I said it. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> 
<laughs> disclaimer entered here. Um, but nonetheless, we're going to go ahead and now. That's going to cost. I, I don't think I, I don't think I took this far <laughs> enough yet to, to, and because and I read my comments, and I read how everybody says, and I, I don't even want to give the Democratic Party their their just desserts for getting rid of Alex Jones because that's oh, what they want you to think. But here's what it is: Facebook as a platform, Google as a platform. Apple, as a platform, are multinational global companies. So when I stated before that China and Russia have the autonomy to control a message, here is how. Once, let's take a YouTube, which has a global footprint, puts out a video, of which is aired everywhere on their platform, and China sees that video and says, I don't deem that one acceptable. Where's my phone? I have to call somebody at this major corporation and let them know that I deem this one person unacceptable. Now, they're not going to do it for every video. Nobody has the time. But if I find one person in particular... And no, one they'll streamer, do it through analytics. They'll do it through analytics, and they're going to eventually suppress a, somebody who could be broadcasting in Kansas. But yet, it could be affected by Russia or China. That's how small the circle is here. This isn't some big conglomeration of a mess that would take people hundreds of years to figure out. It's that simple. If I want Facebook in my country, and I'm going to pay Facebook X millions of dollars through my citizens and population, I should have the right to go to Facebook and tell them what I like to hear and what my population doesn't like to hear. So imagine if Hitler was in the mix right now. And we were back in Nazi Germany, and Facebook and YouTube exist. And he called them up and said, by the way, my population of X million people, I don't like them hearing this message about this whole democracy thing. Would you mind shutting that down for me real quick? No problem. We want to make sure we get your money. So we're going to start suppressing those messages. Now, you understand, Mr. Hitler, that I can't get rid of them completely, but I can knock them down to the bottom of the list. Perfect. And then millions of people died. But worse, had he had control, I think it would have been taken a step further. Give me the information of the people who are Christian in nature, who are, if it was Hitler, he would have said, give me the Jewish people that are on Facebook. Give me all the names, all the numbers, all the information, who they correspond with, what messages were sent. And you can guarantee there would have been more than 6 million deaths during Nazi Germany, probably even double that, if he had a platform like Facebook or YouTube or Google in order to, to, to come to his beck and aid. And he would have done it. And that's the scary part to think about is had he had the ability, had he had the availability of what we have today, many, many more people would have died. And let's tie that to right now. Right now, one of the most communist, horrific regimes in the world. Yeah, North Korea is bad. But China is just right there as well. They're both bad. And, and there's countries, and even lots of horrible things are happening in the Middle East. Rwanda's te tearing down churches mm -hmm. for no apparent reason. Uh, but here in China, China rounds up, re-educates via concentration camps. Yes, they're real. Yes, they exist. And they're putting people of the Falun Gong religion, Christians, uh, in there, and also um, even Muslims are going to these re-education camps, right? And who did Apple recently, well, go to bed with, if you will? Apple goes over to China, China. gives them access to all the iCloud information and says, here, whatever you want on anyone you want, you can have it. You want information on all your citizens in China? I will give it to you. So Apple just sold his soul to the devil of China, Okay, uh, uh, not the real devil, but, you know, metaphorical devil mm -hmm. to China there and said, here's all the information on all of your citizens. What do you want? So to say or even think that these people won't do it, they already did and they already are. And now now all of a sudden more Muslims, more Falun Gongs and more Christians are getting attacked over in China. Coincidence? I don't think so. And, and one more thing to think about, too, is China is buying up Hollywood. Yes, I have friends who produce movies, and I've talked to a few. You try to produce a movie that's anything negative against China, it gets bought up by Beijing, and the movie goes out. Sayonara, gone. gone. Not even posted. 
And that's the start. You take, and we're talking about this monetization, you're talking about Apple, and we take Facebook, Facebook Wall Street Journal, article published, Facebook to banks, give us your data, we'll give you our users. Of course, everybody looked at that right away, and oh my gosh, you know, Facebook's just asking for all my checking, and well, technically they are, because what they're trying to do is to make their platform, and this is always amazing how they wrap it up, and they're going to sell it so that if you give us your information, banking information, we can make... It accessible to you on Messenger because I don't want you logging in through your bank website anymore. And here, Mr. Bank, we're going to help save you some money so you don't got all these people coming to your website. Why don't you just let them check it on Messenger? Let's sell our soul just a little bit further because how many banks outside of a few credit unions are owned by Americans anymore? Anybody fathom a guess at how small that number is? These are also multi global. This is a complete, and we're going to, unfortunately, it's going to get boring when we say global attack, global attack, global attack, because that is what everything is about right now. This is a war on America. And the media loves wrapping it up that it's a war between Democrats and Republicans. It's a war between Trump and whoever the next presidential elect will be. This is the war that they want you to think it is. And then they go ahead and throw an Antifa on top of it. Because Antifa, oh, a bunch of little renegades running around, calling everybody fascist. In actuality, their actions are more fascist than anybody's. But that's okay, because that's a great smokescreen. Because guess what? That looks great on camera. That looks amazingly horrific. That shows the world that everything they're doing to us is working. So thank you, Antifa. Thank you for keeping it on national headlines so that everybody else, China, Russia, Germany, thinks we're no better than them at this point. So are they being successful? Absolutely they're being successful. Because we are looking just like the horrific clips that we used to watch from overseas and say, uh, that's, that never happens in America. Thank goodness. Land of the free, home of the brave. Well, now take those Antifa clips and imagine you being in the Philippines somewhere and watching that on TV. You're going to look at America as this renegade society that is absolutely crumbling and falling apart. So you see it again. It's another global agenda because the globalists know if they promote Antifa, that they're going to look and make us look like everybody else in the world. Remember when you had to tell your kids, don't lower yourself don't lower your standards. Always reach higher. Always try to get somebody better. Always model yourself after somebody who's above you, who you view as a role model. Don't lower your standards to meet the lowest common denominator because that just puts you down at their level. Well, that's what they've done. And I don't think Americans and Lisa, well, this is probably my most passionate is it's, it's nobody's fighting back. We're now looking and saying, oh my goodness, where are we going to broadcast? Well, nobody's created a broadcast system that just exists in America because there's not enough money behind it. Well, what am I going to do when I want to social network with people? Well, nobody's putting one that only exists in America. So well, they have some. The problem is... They're not getting any they're not getting, Yeah. They're not getting any feet. And so for people like Lisa, myself, for Alex Jones, for name anybody, Tucker Carlson, anybody you want to name who's getting the message out there... They're going to have to follow where the most they, they can get the most clicks, where they can get the most people to listen. Now, granted, both Lisa and I are on smaller platforms, and we kind of post there intermittently. We try to keep it consistent in case anything should happen on the bigger platforms. And by the way, just so you know, I know everybody knows Lisa Haven's YouTube cha channel, but make sure you look it up and subscribe if you haven't already. Mine is at Justice Knight, J-U-S-T-U-S-K-N-I-G-H-T. Um, just type that into YouTube. They haven't downlisted us yet, so I think we both appear up on the top of the searches, so we're good for now. <laughs> only by name. Only by name. It doesn't matter if your video has 2 million clicks on, oh. I don't know, President Trump, but you Google President Trump on some specific topic. Even our numbers can outnumber theirs by millions, and CNN, MSNBC, ABC, New York Times, Washington Post always goes to the top. Always. And that, that's, that's the battle. That's the fight. It's why you have to dig deeper. It's why I don't want you to look at the first headline that pops up on your Google search. You have to go three, four, five, sometimes six pages in. You have to be very specific with how you search for something. Better yet, get off of Google altogether. I think there's another one called DuckDuckGo. I've been waiting for them to get... Uh, DuckDuckGo, much better. Uh, or Duck... Yeah, DuckDuckGo. You that got is it. It's it. DuckDuckGo. That's perfect. Better search engine that's not going to delist certain people. And look, here's the thing. We got to start actually converting and moving over to those engines. Uh, I know I already joined BitChute and you're on Daily Motion. 
Uh, and we're trying to build up these alternative sites you and get me more to traffic. You I'm over there. Mayway. Mm-hmm. We got mm-hmm. Mayway. Mayway. Me, we. M E W E. That's all you got to type in. That's like the new Facebook. And it's, it's better. It's crafty. It's fun. More feedback. People are commenting. People are talking. People are feeling more of the messages. Because, and that's, it's like anything else. You, you have to make sure that everybody realizes they share the same views because that's what they're going to try to break. They're going to try to break the bonds of unity because if we suddenly find a platform through which all of us subscribe and the messages and the comments and the feedback are like, you're right, you're right, and that is against our global agenda, they'll do anything they can to dissolve it. Like you mean take down Infowars.com? They would never do that. Yeah, and, oh. and that's recent. And right now it's being claimed a, a, a cyber attack, and it might come back on by the time this airs, uh, which I'm sure, hopefully, uh, that is. It depends on how far down yes. we are. But uh, the truth is we work in the industry. We face it on a daily basis. And I've been facing this for quite a few years already. And when I first started on YouTube, it wasn't even half a quarter this bad. You know, there was the opportunity for people to get on, say how they really felt and grow on YouTube. Now you get on and start a channel unless you uh, have some kind of insight of some sort or know uh, certain people it's almost impossible because if your channel has anything to do with a, a conservative Christian patriotic slant, then you're automatically delisted due to algorithms. Mm-hmm. Okay, they will push certain words and terms down the, the list of algorithms so you're unheard. But again, I think this started with, with ICANN. And I have to question, you know, I'm Donald Trump is obviously well aware of some of the censorship that's going on. If he doesn't step in and do something fast, uh, then I worry what 2020 is going to hold as far as re-election and election goes and who the heck is going to come up uh, because his audience is going to be so silenced. They're not going to be there anymore. And that's gonna, a big step. How's he going to do it? What's he going to do, literally? Is well, he- there's been, there's been, he's already sent notices to Twitter and Facebook mm-hmm. Asking them to respond and reply. Obviously, that's not the case. But then you have congressmen who are on the other side against Trump. We have congressmen who are pushing for more censorship. Yes. And specifically even mentioning Alex Jones. But it's not going to stop there because now uh, there were a few congressmen, and I'm forgetting some of their names, who were out saying it, it needs to go beyond Alex Jones. You need to get them all. And when you have organizations like Southern Poverty Law Center uh, surveillancing sites on YouTube and, and possibly even Facebook and others, Southern Poverty Law Center uh, specifically targets Christians. I mean, for, 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 for those of you who know David Barton, you know, the Christian historian, amazing guy, wrote an entire series on American history, which I watched all of it. Uh, great man of God. And he was listed as a potential terrorist, right-wing terrorist, a family research council. Again, Christian people in general are targeted by a leftist organization, Southern Poverty Law Center, who's being hired by these globalist agencies because they work tongue and hand in cheek with the communist regime. It boils down to, I think China's got a play in it, but obviously also George Soros. You talked about Antifa, mm-hmm. who funds Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and is attempting to push a communist America. And it's just a money game to him, but I'm so sick and tired of it. You mean more globalist agenda. So all globalist organizations. Correct? Yeah. Not anti- I mean, anti-American globalist call what you want. We have, um, we have the message being silenced. We have, and we, I've covered this week, Max Spires, the old... Um, Conspiracy theorist died a couple of years ago. Um, UFO expert. He was from overseas, if you haven't heard his name. Um, is found vomiting black fluid because he was trapped in Poland, held against his will, called his girlfriend, said, I'm trapped here. They put me in a coma for two days. His laptop shows up two years after his death, completely wiped. His phone wiped. Because now people are scared to go overseas. Anybody who's giving a message, there is no way that I, I, I know Lisa would stand on this one. There's no way I would actually love to see portions of China for the history, but there's no way I'm ever going there. It, I know. <laughs> because we can't, you can't feel safe. And, you know, for all of you who write on our Facebook pages and write on our YouTube and you give these warnings and 
I, I want to just put all your minds at ease. And I, and I wrote this comment back to somebody today. They said, we fear for you and Lisa. I don't. I fear no man or no woman. There's only one person I fear, and, and that's if I didn't live my life correctly, according to God. That's the person I fear. Nothing else is there to be afraid of, because what's the worst that's going to happen? When, when my time is done here, I go to the most glorious place that has ever existed. So don't ever worry, because it's that fear that they're trying to instill in each and every one of us to shut us up. Absolutely. What I want to add is kind of to your China comment, uh, and I'm going to throw this out there to all you who have kids, grandkids, kids in school, know someone with kids in school. I have a question. When there is a planned out of country, some kind of trip, mm-hmm. I kid you not, 90, 75 to 90 percent of the time, the trip is to where? China. China. Mm-hmm. Why? 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 Why China? Ask yourself. Find out your kid's school always. My daughter's been, I homeschooled her for a very long time, and then she started high school a couple years ago. Uh, But we had gone to three different schools. The first school had a trip to China. Second school, trip to China. One she's in now, trip to, you guessed it, China, China, China. Why? The most communistic uh, regime and all these schools just so happen to go to China. Tell me, is that a coincidence, Justice? And why is that happening? It's not a coincidence. Why do they teach Mandarin in school? Granted, I, I remember even back when <clears throat> I don't want to age myself, but nonetheless, and when the kids were way back in, I think junior high in one of the electives, and you have to learn Mandarin. I talked to a teacher. Well, why? That's I, well because that's going to be a part of the global community. If you don't understand Mandarin, how are we going to communicate in the new? Um, world order. World order. <laughs> you're, you're not kidding. But, I, you know, back then it's just life changes and things affect us differently. And you didn't catch some of those subliminal messages that were being given. And I don't even want to say subliminal. But now, again, we just we, we went and we had to sign up a few of them. And Mandarin, again, was offered. Um, Spanish, which is very applicable, um, especially in our location. French. I'm just Why gonna, that one? I I'm don't just going to stop there. <laughs> but China is always at the forefront of the schools. Always. Why? Because the agenda has been written. Yes, and it's pushed from the upper upper levels. We're talking from the communist core level on up. This isn't something that the school just suddenly decides. Let's go to China. It's something that the school is told you're going to go to China. Why? Why? Because there's an agenda. Remember, China owns a lot of our debt here in America. Key factor. You start talking about China on the Internet, you start getting attacked. Who is playing a main role on the Internet? China with ICANN, like I spoke about Mm -hmm. earlier. Who also did Apple just sell out to? China. Who is the real enemy? Now, Russia has issues and whatnot, but I think China is more of an enemy than Russia ever is, especially the way that they treat Christians, Falun guns. Uh, no matter what religion, if you're not part of their system, you're the enemy. Yep. And that's not right on any level, and that's not how, how it should be. And, and not only that, but China's infiltrated Hollywood here in America, our school systems uh, via communist core. Otherwise, China wouldn't be on the top of the list for everyone. No. So there's way too many... Call it coincidences, call it whatever you want to call it. But China is a very scary idea and with scary principles. And I think you, we all just need to have a heads up about that. And almost as scary as, as Monsanto, I mean Monsanto, right? Huge victory this week. Huge, epic victory. $289 million ruling. For the poor man um, who now has cancer due to the chemical Roundup. That for years, Monsanto, now technically Bear, because Bear is who owns Monsanto at this point, had admitted or had tried to admit, and even after the ruling, had, had continued to try to say that glyphosate, I believe it is, uh, glyphosate is safe. <laughs> if you saw the scarring, if you saw the cancer, if you saw everything that happened to this poor man, um, it, it's, it was horrendous. Tears. 
um, to know that he won a victory for, for $289 million that most likely he'll never have a chance to spend. Now, that will be for his family, um, and, and God bless, and God look after him and his family. And for so and he's one of so many lawsuits started behind this, and that's what we're hoping. And Monsanto, we can go on probably for 50 to 100 broadcasts just on what many would consider one of the most evil companies, if not the most evil company that has ever existed, and now being bought out by Bayer, Bayer being a German company technically. So now Monsanto, Bayer, owned by the Germans, who's now in charge of what percentage of our food supply? Would anybody like to fathom a guess at how many fields now Monsanto controls through their seeds and their GMO seeds? which technically don't need to be pollinated, which technically they say do not kill off bees, but when bees come to try to pollinate on them, they can't survive because there's nothing for them there, putting this very simply and very basically. Um, Monsanto has done an amazing job at trying to suppress the the counter suits that have gone against them. Um, and it's hard. It's hard when you now you're getting into... To, What's the percent? What was that? What's the percent? Of, of Monsanto field? Nobody will declare that because they do put that public for anybody to see. Because every time the farmers try to get together, and you can go on my website and you can look at some of the articles, and I think Lisa's even done articles in the past, and you could start to dig into it. Out of There was one case in particular, there was 10 farmers, and they'd all been sued by Monsanto. Only one would come out and tell his story. And what he said is more than likely when I'm, my fear is so great of the repercussions of what they will do to me and my crops. But I think the story has to be told anyway. And that's why you have no real facts or figures. If anybody tells you they know that number, it would be impossible. Well, here's the thing with Monsanto, and I brought this up, those poor farmers, like Mm -hmm. they're either scared to submission or they're paid into submission. But either way, when they do speak, there are serious repercussions that, that, that come out as a result. And that's the scary part. That's our food supply. Right. This is why I tell everybody, please be prepared with food because we got giants like Monsanto. Uh, check out preparewithlisa.com. If you guys don't have uh, food supply, there's a major special going on, but that's preparewithlisa.com. They help us stay on mm-hmm. air here. So check them out. But uh, that aside, I just, you know, cross pollination. Okay, here's some stories I've talked about before. When you have uh, two fields next to each other, what, what happens is you have one farmer. He plants his field. He wants an organic crop. He wants no GMOs, and he's got a great field. Years later, Monsanto comes and buys a field next to them. And so what happens is Monsanto gets his seeds up and going, and then all, suddenly his seeds blow into the organic field, cross-pollinating Uh, And then the farmer that was trying to be organic gets cross-pollinated by the Monsanto seeds. And the Monsanto seeds take over, okay, his crop, destroying it completely, making his neighbor a Monsanto feed. Now, this is a threat to the world food system. We do not need Monsanto unreproductive GMO seeds in our organic fields. Yet this is what's happening. And then Monsanto goes in and sues the farmer who Monsanto's seeds got cross-pollinated into that farmer's yard. He sues them, takes his field, and plants Monsanto. And wins, by the way. Mm-hmm. Wins. Because we have a corrupt system when the real winner should be the organic farmer, and he should take the field from Monsanto. But it's happening the other way around. Why? Because there is a depopulation Agenda, which is just another agenda of what's going on. Why do you think China uh, limits the birth? They used to only be one kid, but then they weren't having enough girls. So now they allow a two-child limit with the approval of Big Daddy and the big government, of course. You can't do it without that. But Monsanto, that's just pure evil. So this is one win out of who knows how many where they finally admitted the, the repercussions they of Roundup. The court admitted the court. They did not, and they will not admit it. because And if you take the Roundup chemical in itself, the study is amazing because if you, if you go back to seeds, um, Monsanto has been sued on numerous occasions by one was a soybean farmer. And what happened is the herbicide had moved over into his field and started killing his soybean crop. So he sued Monsanto saying, you're spray is killing my crops. Well, here's the true evil behind Monsanto. They happen to have soybean seeds. 
that are resistant to Roundup. So theirs can grow where the fields are being sprayed. His cannot grow where the fields are being sprayed. And if you don't think Roundup runs off, I don't know how many of you sprayed in your backyard. I have. The smell is, is it's something to behold. You'll never forget it. That chemical is going to run in the fields and kill crops. So now you have a company that can create a strain of seeds that is resistant to only a chemical that they sell. So if I spray the chemical and I know it's going to get into the groundwater supply and I know it's going to trickle in the fields next door and I know it's going to kill those fields next door, but you can't, as a farmer, sue your buddy next door for what he does on his land, but here's my solution. If I sell you both my seeds, they're both resistant to the chemical that I sold you. Guess what? I now control those two fields and then four fields and then eight fields. It's like the old paradigm. Pretty soon you have a pyramid of rice, more than you could ever eat in your life. Because Monsanto knows this. Now, some people will say, well, that's good for big business. And good for them. They're doing the right thing. No, because they're hurting the profitability of farmers, putting them into a food supply that the farmer may or may not agree with, especially the non-GMO farmers and the the backlash that they took, because a lot of these products that that Monsanto is making are GMO. It's why they continue to try to, to stop the fervor that's happening against GMO. Um, the only thing I could say is after study, after study, after study, and everything I've read, non-GMO is about the only choice we have to continue on the food supply being a safe and readily available source for us. If all you're going to eat is GMO food, um, I couldn't put words to what we've read, the studies you've seen. But that's only a portion of Monsanto. We can go on forever. We can go on to some of the theories that surround them. Um, And at times I think it's necessary. I know I'm going to have a broadcast coming up here shortly on on Lisa's station where I go a lot deeper into Monsanto. She has already. And like she said before, she's always right. So her broadcast will be by far better than mine will ever be. But we're still going to do it, right? (laughs) No, he's silly. But, you know, here's the thing with Monsanto, too, is... In, well, let me take it this way. In the Bible, in the latter days, it does say that basically you have your four horsemen rider. One of the horsemen rider will say, you know, you have a, a grain of wheat for basically a whole almost years or a whole month's pay for a denarii for a whole month's pay, which tells me that in the latter days, according to the Bible, there will be famine. And I honestly think the famine starter could absolutely be something like Monsanto. I mean, they're playing with our seeds. They're messing with the code, genetic code mm-hmm. of what we're eating. This thing is causing tumors on ma- on rats, tumors on mice, uh, and deformity, deformations of, of just, you know, all kinds of stuff. And then we have not to, I mean, not to mention things like Fukushima poisoning our oceans. I mean, there's all kinds of attacks on what we're eating on a daily basis. And when the Bible talks about famine, pestilence, these kind of things in the last days, we can definitely see how that's going to come about and how that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, make sure you guys are prepared. You know, where, wherever you stand in rapture, no rapture, pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is you're going to go through something and you're going to go through some of it and that doesn't mean that you give up right now and stop everything no everybody thought jesus was coming for 2000 some odd years since jesus came the first time okay that thought has always been around now i'm not saying i i do believe that we are living in the latter days all right we're not full tribulation period yet but we're definitely living in the latter days you need to be prepared because you're gonna go through something and i want I, i think you also need to be prepared for the misinformation that is about to occur. And, and you have to take this as a warning in so many forms because you can't believe right now, and, and Lisa and I, and this is kind of almost summating what we've talked about, the message can now be modified. Just like your food can be modified, messages can now be modified. They can take Lisa's voice if they wanted and they could track it to say just about anything they want to because they've already created the software to do that. Basically, they would take her voice, they'd plug it into the machine, they would type the words that they want her to say, and out would come Lisa's voice in perfect clarity saying whatever message that they wanted her to deliver. 
Alex Jones is claiming the same thing could happen to him. Now you're seeing it with Omarosa and Trump because some people are saying that that message has now maybe been doctored. On top of that, they now have a new software, which again, I got to do a little bit more research on, but can actually take your face, plug it into a system, have an actor that goes ahead and says what the actor wants you to say, and your face will automatically be manipulated as if it was saying those words coming out of your very mouth. And the tracks and the footage that I have seen, and I want to thank those of you who have sent that to me, and I will be diving deeper into it, is horrific. They actually used a track of uh, President Bush and how they can modify his speech to make it look like he was delivering a message that he never said. This is where the deception could occur. It's why I've said that um, one potential for the Antichrist would be through an artificially intelligent creation. There's going to be some kind of false prophet coming through that when you when you take that into consideration. But here's the, here's the thing about technology. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about technology, there's not really any rules, regulations, or laws for or against it. They could use technology to analyze us to the hilt and censor us with these new systems. And as it sits, nothing is stopping it in any way, shape, or form. And I believe we're going to end up uh, maybe DDoS attacks, maybe cyber attacks, targeted cyber attacks against opposition, maybe led by, by uh, deep state or, or government agents or even China or somebody who wants to silence opposition, Democratic people. But they're going to start going online, hiring some kind of cyber attacks against one side or the other, left versus right, mm-hmm. to silence us. This is what I definitely see happening in the very near future, unfortunately. Yeah, I think you're gonna. You're also going to see a considerable ramp up of false flag activity. Um, you even take the most recent attack on Venezuelan President Maduro. He was, um, and there's footage. I actually broadcasted of two drones inbound to allegedly attack him. Um, put that into a different light. What if, and not what if, and I, I should not even say that with him a man who's socialist trying to control, cripple, injure, kill his population. Um, But he needed to ratchet down even further. And he needed the consent of the international community. What better way than to manufacture a failed assassination attempt using two drones? One that just so happened to explode in midair, the other one, which just so happened to run into a building, although there's a camera affixed to it, by the way, because he had actually, and when I did a little bit further research, was using drones to broadcast the entire event. It was a huge street-side event, a big speech, a lot of pomp and circumstance. So then why would he have a few drones that were able to tape because there's actually footage from the air showing the, the public and the um, police scattering when the explosion went off. So you're telling me that two of those worked, but two of them didn't. So then a third story came out. They shot down those two drones, the bad ones. That's why they disrupted and fell into a building. Folks, don't listen to the first thing you hear. And I'm going to say that over and over again because these are so masked and so shrouded. And the thing that's hardest when you're getting so much feedback is everybody has a theory. The truth we may never know. The only truth you can know is the fact that you probably don't and may not know everything when it comes to these events. So it's okay to dig in. And it's okay to do what Lisa and I do for a living, to research further, to dig deeper. Because the reality that comes out of this is un fathomable lies, unfathomable manipulation, and trying to break us all apart, to trying to break those bonds we talked about, to try to build the globalist agenda, because the larger the agenda, the harder it is going to be to disseminate and distinguish, as my broadcast is called, between truth or fiction. Because if it's on a global stage, it's not your buddy next door anymore. And, oh, my gosh, something happened in the election. Let's run down to town hall and go have a discussion about it. Oh, no, now you're going to have to go go run down to Beijing and see what happened over there because it's all over your news headlines. Well, nobody can feasibly do that. 
So if the messages that are shaping our world happen across borders that we can never reach, the truth is going to get further and further and further from our actual touch. And that's the terrifying part of what's happening and what's changing. And I've talked too much. And it's your turn. This could be the first time ever that I've actually talked more than Lisa. <laughs> well, I enjoy it. You need to talk a little more than me. It's good. <laughs> it does happen occasionally, but um, there's just so much going on and so much that's changing and so many headlines. And we both kind of take different angles um, at how we go about it. I take a little bit more of a lighthearted approach. Lisa's much more uh, a deeper dive in, into so many different agendas, so much more well-researched than I. But guess what? I can learn from her. I find things that actually she'll look at and say, I didn't know that. And she studied for years. She studied the Bible for years. She studied politics for years. She studied government for years. She studied history for years. Because if anybody thinks they know it, they don't. Ask the most genius professors you've ever met. And guess what they're going to say? I love to learn. Because the one thing I know is that I don't know everything. And so that's why these messages are recited. It's why they're repeated. It's why you'll hear me continually go crazy when people say it's a race between Republicans and Democrats because it's not. It's a, it's a race between nationalism and globalism. And that's how I'd like my candidates to apply from now on. I'd love Trump to be the nationalist president, and I'd love to see that whoever comes up, and I won't say their name because she who shall never be named if she was to rise again, to be, I'm actually the globalist agenda president, because that's the truth. Because then for once in their lives, they wouldn't be lying to us. Because that's how this should be viewed. And if quicker we get rid of Democrat and Republican, and we call it what it is, and what we're facing, and what we're being attacked by, because I want to put a name to my enemy. And they want to make sure that you can never put a name to your enemy. Would you agree? Yeah, that's the thing. The battle isn't left or right or uh, conservative versus liberal. The real battle, it's not Republican versus Democrat. It's globalism, your new world order versus nationalist, patriot. And I think that's what the bottom line is. And that's what we have to keep at the front and center because everything's at risk. Everything you know and love about America and what made America great is at risk now. You're fighting for your freedom of the Internet. You're fighting for your right to be human anymore. Mm -hmm. You're fighting for your right to have control. And quite frankly, propaganda is feeding everybody an alternative direction. And so when everybody is being propagandized and, and some unknowingly, some knowingly, it leads people in, in, in a wrong direction. And we have to continue to wake up the sleeping masses, wake up our children, educate everyone around us, because if not, we're in big trouble oh, and real I soon. And I, I'm so glad you said that. I know I only got like one minute because we've got to give our closings. But Lisa said the most critical thing. And even we struggle with this as parents to wake up your children right now is all but impossible because the globalist agenda of attaching them to their Instagrams and their Snapchats and their Facebooks and continuing their feeds and continuing their streaks and staying connected to that phone. Make sure that they don't look up, open their eyes and see the world around them, because if they don't look, it's really easy to change everything that's happening around them. It's not our um, generation that is in trouble their generation if they don't change their course is devastated because they will now know how to stand up against nothing because they accept whatever that feed is telling them so if you can do anything before we all pass before we all go to see the the big man upstairs it's to wake up our children before we're gone and I think that's our number one thing that we have to worry about as parents, as grandparents, as caregivers, whatever it may be. Well, um, I just want to say thank you guys for listening in. And I encourage you to subscribe subscribe to our YouTube channels and our website. Uh, mine is lisahaven.news. You can also plug in Lisa Haven on YouTube. Mine is Justice, A-Night, J-U-S-T-U-S, a K-N-I-G-H-T dot com or YouTube Justice Night. 
And I think we got it. And then we also have Facebook. And we have Instagram. And we have Twitter. I know that's everything we complain about. We complain Mayway. About. Mayway. Mayway yes. Bit shoot. <laughs> yeah. Mayway. Bit shoot. I know. We got to continue to change. But we do this so the message can be heard in case we're shut down on one platform. We'll have another. So even if you're subscribed to just one, please subscribe to as many as you can because we don't know what tomorrow may hold. We may be gone. Yes. Well, Thanks again uh, for everyone out there for tuning in and listening in. And once again, you guys have listened to Red Alert Radio Broadcast. And thanks again for having our time. And don't forget to check out our channels.